Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have given your only Son to be for us a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace to receive thankfully the fruits of his redeeming work and to follow daily in the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. May be seated for the reading. A reading from the first book of Kings. David slept with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. The time that David reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned seven years in Hebron and 33 years in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat at the throne of his father David and his kingdom was firmly established. Solomon loved the Lord walking in the statutes of his father David. Only he sacrificed and offered incense at the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the principal high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O oh Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. I am, though although I am only a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or for the life of your enemies, 
but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor all your life. No other king shall compare with you. If you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your life. The word of the Lord. Let us pray the words of the psalm responsibly by the whole verse. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright in the congregation. His work is full of majesty and splendor, and his righteousness endures forever. Give food to those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. The works of his hands are faithfulness and justice. All his commandments are sure. He sent redemption to his people. He commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Those who act according to understanding, his praise endures forever. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Be careful how you live, not as unwise unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. So do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of your Lord, Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord.
according to John. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day, for my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate, and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. It was some years ago that I first heard a story of someone getting on the wrong airplane and ending up in the wrong city. A benighted passenger boarded a plane in New York, intending to go to St. Louis. And he was surprised when he landed to find himself in San Francisco. Airline personnel were baffled and embarrassed that such a mistake could be made. Until recently, I would have assumed that today, with post-9-11 measures of security, such a misadventure would be impossible. However, when I checked on the internet this week, I was amazed to learn that people are all the time boarding the wrong plane and getting off in a strange place. All it takes is a perfect storm of passenger and personnel error. Folks end up arriving where they did not set out to arrive. Now, putting aside airplane journeys, 
it is abundantly clear that every day there are people who find themselves in places, problems, and predicaments where they had no intention of finding themselves. Who has ever set out to become bankrupt, divorced, or a drug addict, an alcoholic, a moral reprobate, or a resentful grump? Now, sometimes people find themselves in such bad circumstances through forces beyond their control. But we often end up in life where we do because we make bad choices, wittingly or unwittingly, that lead us on paths to destinations we never set out for. So take, for example, the 300 child-molesting priests in Pennsylvania who have been so much in the news this past week. Now, I imagine that when these men went off to seminary, they wanted to be good priests who would faithfully serve God and God's people. How could their vocations have gone so wrong? Were they badly influenced by the culture of their seminaries, by their fellow clergy? Were they unfit in the first place for priestly life? Perhaps. Nonetheless, we cannot absolve these priests from responsibility for their actions. Somewhere along the line, they made choices that they knew were wrong in order to indulge their personal appetites. They probably then lied to themselves about what they were doing, perhaps justifying their behavior by saying that what they were really doing was showing their affection for the children they were molesting career of selfish wrongdoing, self-deception, cover-up was begun. A priestly vocation corrupted, an untold damage done to the emotional and spiritual lives of the victims, and a multitude of others. St. Paul's warning in his letter to the Christians of Ephesus is timely. Be careful, Paul says, how you live. Not as unwise people, but as wise. What you do, what you say, the decisions you make, all of these matters matter, they have consequences. So be alert and be wise about what is at stake when you make choices. The first step toward acquiring the kind of wisdom Paul talks about is knowing 
that we have the power to make choices. We are not robots pre-programmed to behave in certain ways. We are never helpless victims. One of our distinct privileges as human beings, one of the signs that we are made in the image of God, is that we are capable of deliberate, rational, moral choice. Our choices can take us on the way that leads toward God or on the way that leads away from God, on the path of righteousness or on the path of sin. To be wise is to recognize that this is the reality in which we live and to be alert. That life is a complicated web in which good is never too far removed from the possibility of evil. The sublime only a step or two away from the ridiculous. The lofty, a hop or skip from the banal, is brought home by using the internet. A recent study has found that no subject on the internet is more than 19 clicks away from any other. Take, for example, the website of Martha Stewart, which provides the domestic divas tips on everything from cracks to cooking. Six clicks, and one arrives at the British Columbia Wild Killer Whale Adoption Program where readers are encouraged to adopt an orca. If you turn to the website for British Carmelite nuns, the homepage reads, Welcome! The sisters promise you prayers for you and your needs, whoever you may be. And a mere five clicks away on a succession of linked sites, you will be led to an order form for an erotic DVD. Be careful, then, how you live. Every click of the mouse will take you somewhere. Every choice that you make will lead you either closer to God or to, and to God's plan for your life or to another. So do not be Foolish, St. Paul continues, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Now that's no small task. It's the work of a Christian's lifetime. But as one Christian pilgrim to another, here are some basic guidelines. First, always remember who you are and where you are supposed to be headed. If the benighted traveler of my opening story had looked at his ticket and paid more attention to the signs around him, he would not have arrived in San Francisco rather than St. Louis. Pay attention to what it says on your ticket as a Christian, 
Remember that in holy baptism, you have been marked as a beloved child of God. One for whom Christ died and rose from the dead. Remember that in Holy Communion, you have been fed with the living bread of Christ's body, Christ's love. Remember that you have been called to bear the good news of God's love to the world around you. Remember that you are bound for the heavenly city, that place where all of God's children will feast forever in peace and unity. Don't go astray. Don't be misled. And second, get all the help you can from your fellow travelers. If the man on the wrong flight had only asked a few other people, he wouldn't have ended up on the wrong plane. How much we Christian wayfarers need one another so that we can live wisely and not as fools. We need to hear over and over again the words of Scripture, the wisdom of God's people of ages past. And we also need the prayers and we need the advice and the encouragement of present-day Christians to help us find the right path and stay on it. And we need to hear and to heed the warnings of others when we have lost the way. And finally, we need again and again to correct our course when we've made wrong choices and have lost our bearings. If the benighted traveler on the wrong plane had only looked out the window and seen the Rockies, he would have known he was not heading for St. Louis. He would, however, still have ended up in San Francisco. The plane would not have turned around because one person made a mistake. But thank God we always have the opportunity to change our course and amend our lives. It's never too late to acknowledge our mistakes, to be forgiven, and get headed in the right direction. Let us stand to affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, 
of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate of the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified by the conscious Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for our community, the church, and the world. We pray for all of creation. Guide us in making wise choices in the use of our resources, being mindful of the sacred bounty God has bestowed upon us. Gracious God, hear our prayer. Let us pray for all victims of clergy sexual abuse and their families, and for all whose faith in Christ has been shaken by the failures of Christ's servants. Gracious God, hear our prayer. We pray for all people suffering from war and civil strife. We pray for everyone in places of conflict and unrest. Guide the world in responding to the needs of all who are in crisis through generous acts of compassion and service. Gracious God, help us to be bearers of justice and peace. We pray for the mission of the church working together as we seek to boldly live out the gospel in all aspects of our daily lives. Gracious God, bestow upon us the desire and courage to be Christ's disciples. We pray for all who suffer from the ravages of poverty, homelessness, and unemployment. We offer our prayers for the victims of the wildfires in California. Gracious God, guide us to be mindful in assisting those who live on our and are less fortunate than we are. We pray for all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit. We lift up those in our community who desire healing and all those who provide for their care. Gracious God, Grant us all the assurance of your abiding grace. We commend to your mercy all who have died. Gracious God, may they have a place in your eternal kingdom. Gracious God, by your Holy Spirit, help us to be nourished by Christ's teaching of the good news and enkindle within us a keen and unquenchable longing for spiritual growth. 
Through Jesus Christ, the joy of loving hearts, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Good morning and welcome to you all. Um, I am Hope Eakins, priest associate here, because your rector, Susan Pinkerton, uh, is away on a vacation, a well-deserved vacation Sunday, uh, and will be back in two weeks. Uh, I invite you to read all of the announcements in your bulletin, especially the one about the third annual community block party which is here uh, on Sunday, September 9th, 12 to 3. I, um, I live with someone who has been deeply involved in the community garden and uh, is here passing out our vegetables to those uh, who have needs. And Bill comes home and he reports that he comes occasionally and says, hi, I'm, I'm in that church back there, standing on the sidewalk. And it is as though they have never seen the church. <laughs> they've seen the lawn, they've seen the sidewalk. Uh, but many of our neighbors are unaware of St. John's. 
uh, presence in this community, and we want to make that different. Uh, so big block party, lots of great music, lots of great food, and Shop and Shop, is it? Is, is ShopRite is uh, donating hot dogs and buns uh, for our picnic lunch, and uh, I invite you to put it on your calendar, and I invite you to, after this service to go to Hubbard Hall and get one of these signs if you can post it in your yard to invite others to come to our block party. Speaking of uh, vegetables on Tuesdays, many of you may have little gardens of your own, big gardens of your own, in which those mammoth zucchini are starting to grow, and uh, we can use them here. Uh, our squash and tomatoes are a little slow, and uh, folks would, would love to have some. And uh, if you could bring any extra produce uh, into the office and uh, uh, leave it with us, we'll distribute it on Tuesdays in our lawn. And now let us with gladness present the offerings and the oblations of our life and our labors to the Lord.
up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. For you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself, in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is God. Christ is we celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament 
and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Alleluia. These are the gifts of God, and you are the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of God's Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you.